Welcome to the Anti-Burnout Club, an exclusive club for those who are over the hustle culture BS, those who are tired of burning out and feeling stressed, and those who want to thrive while still becoming a success. I'm Bex Spiller, an accidental poet, an anxious entrepreneur, and your host. Welcome to the club. Hello and welcome back to the Anti-Burnout Club podcast. This is season two for 2022 and we're mixing things up a little bit with a new episode every Saturday and each month we're going to be following whatever theme we're doing at the Anti-Burnout Club. So each Saturday for January, for example, we'll be looking at creating happy habits and lasting change. We also have some fantastic guests lined up, including some of the awesome teachers and experts from the Anti-Burnout Club platform, plus some new special guests that I can't wait for you to meet. So firstly, I want to wish you a happy new year. It's such an exciting time of the year. I get really excited. It's filled with this anticipation and the promise of fresh starts, isn't it? I love the idea that a new year is like a new chapter in our book of life and it feels like we're brimming with different possibilities. You know, we're leaving 2021 behind and we're going into a brand new year, a brand new chapter. So I thought it would make sense for us to look at New Year's resolutions today and in particular, the new year, new me cliche, which as some of you may know, I'm not the biggest fan of. Like I said, I like to think of each new year as a chapter in my book of life. And so imagine that you're reading this book and you've got to know the character and their journey throughout the story. And then all of a sudden in the next chapter, the author decides that this character is going to be a completely different person. They just wake up one day and they're totally different. New year, new me. Now, unless this book is like Freaky Friday, chances are that it's not going to happen. And no author is going to completely change the character from one chapter to the next. And I think this is a great metaphor for our own lives. You know, why doesn't the author completely change a character from one chapter to the next? Because change is gradual. It takes time, it goes through a whole process and if you read a lot of books then you'll know that a character will go on a journey and that will be their change, you know, it will take time. No author completely changes everything about their book character overnight and so we shouldn't expect that of ourselves either. So I'd like you to think about the expectations that you set yourself over the new year. What are you asking from yourself? And is it realistic? For example, it would be madness of me to set a New Year's resolution to run a marathon this year because I don't run at all. It's a surefire way to injury and disappointment if I set this expectation so ridiculously high. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and know how to run a marathon. I could probably start practicing from tomorrow, but chances are it's going to take me a little bit longer because my starting point is zero. Change is incremental. It takes time. Last year, when we ran 31 days of wellness in January, 
We added a new habit into our lives once a week or fortnight, depending on when people felt ready to introduce something new. And I've also done something similar from week two of the Anti-Burnout Journal, which is out in all good bookstores around the world now, (laughs) where we start introducing happy and healthy habits every couple of weeks. And sure, if you already run 10Ks for fun, then maybe a marathon isn't quite as daunting of a goal for this year. And your milestones every few weeks would be to add another 5K to that total distance until you hit the 40-something that you need for a marathon. But really do think about the expectations you're setting yourself and the pressure that you're putting on yourself too. Because the last thing you want is to feel stressed or overwhelmed trying to make too many changes at once. And I think this is one of the biggest traps that we fall into in the new year. New year, new me. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to come home, do some yoga, meditate, you know, and I'm going to make all of these huge changes. And then what happens is life happens and we feel like we've let ourselves down because we've set our expectations so unrealistically high. So I'd like you to really think about that today. And perhaps if you do have a big goal in mind, think about how you can turn that into smaller resolutions throughout the year. The other thing I want to talk about when it comes to New Year is our tendency to only really focus on all the good things we could have in the future without really thinking about the good things we already have or have achieved last year. So we might make a resolution like, and this is what mine would be for next year, for example, have a best-selling book. Okay, but what about all of the work and the achievements from last year? Like for me, being offered a book deal in the first place, you know, that was a huge achievement. And now I'm looking at the next thing. As humans, we tend to achieve a goal like write a book and think, great, what's next? Hit the bestseller list. We spend so little time reflecting in general, which I find a huge shame And it's something that I like to encourage during the challenges that we do at the Anti-Burnout Club, but I know most people skip the reflection part. I can see it, we'll do reflection at the end of the week and people just think, no, 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 what's coming next? You know, what are we doing next? But I found that the people that reflect actually have the biggest successes going forward because they can see the changes that they've already made. They can see how far they've come. They can see all of their achievements And it propels them forward to the next thing. So as we head into 2022, spend a little bit of time thinking about everything you've already achieved in 2021. And importantly, all the things that you're currently grateful for. Gratitude is so, so important. And I'll be talking a lot more about that during our Happy Habits lessons on the site every Friday and also in the podcast next Saturday. Okay, so one last thing I want us to think about when setting New Year's resolutions is the why. And I've got a little self-coaching exercise that I really encourage you do that can help you refine your own resolutions and pick something that will really help you to make lasting changes in your life. So grab a pen and paper and we'll go through an example and then you can do your own afterwards or it might be that this example resonates with you anyway. So 
The example is probably the most common New Year's resolution for many, and that's weight loss. So let's say your resolution is to lose weight. We're going to put that at the top of our page. Now I want you to ask yourself, why? Why do I want to lose weight? Just write whatever comes into your head. So your gut instinct doesn't need to be spell checked or perfect. Just get it down on paper. We really want your intuition to be writing this page. So your New Year's resolution at the top and now question it. Why do I want that? And perhaps the why is because you don't like the way you look, right? Okay, so now question this. Why don't I like the way I look? Where might that have come from? And that might develop into, I don't like the way I look because I have no confidence and society tells me I should look a certain way. Ah, now this is the real issue, right? It's not that I want to lose weight. It's that I have no confidence in how I look. Okay, and it might take time. I do self-coaching and I can sit there for, you know, an hour just writing everything that comes into my head and then questioning that, asking myself why, where might that have come from? Why do I believe that? And weight loss is a common one, right? So we see this time and time again with those who set weight loss as their New Year's resolution or goals that actually it becomes a cycle of dieting, feeling bad about yourself, dieting, feeling bad about yourself, because the real issue isn't the one that's being dealt with, you know, by by going on different diets. The real issue is confidence and self-esteem. And that's why this self-coaching exercise is so good to do when you're coming up with your New Year's resolutions. Of course, this is just an example and There might be a million reasons why someone may have weight loss as a resolution from medical reasons to actually thinking that what they want is to be fit and healthy, not necessarily lose weight. But I think it's probably one of the most prominent examples at this time of year of New Year's resolutions. And one that I know I, for example, have repeated year after year after year until realizing that actually It wasn't that I wanted to lose weight, it's just that I wanted to feel good about myself. And when I understood the why, it became a lot easier to do that thing, to feel good about myself. So really do spend some time on this exercise of self-coaching and finding your why. Spend some time reflecting over 2021 and practicing your gratitudes. And remember that true and lasting change is incremental. Only Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan can wake up the next day a completely different person. (laughs) If you haven't seen Freaky Friday, it's great. Um, But, you know, these things do take time. We're not going to wake up today or tomorrow and everything about us has changed. There are lots of reasons why we may be holding ourselves back or why running a marathon when you don't run at all is not a good idea. So really spend some time on this and don't just pick the resolution that you think everyone wants to hear from you. Pick the resolution that resonates with you and that is your why. And I hope that you have a fabulous new year and that 2022 brings you so much joy and happiness. I know this is a short welcome back podcast, but next week will be 
doing a bit of a longer talk on some happy habits and these are positive psychology principles that have been proven to make you happier. So I'll see you again next week. Have a lovely New Year's Day and take care. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Anti-Burnout Club. Please don't forget to subscribe and we'll talk again very soon.